Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. to you by Martialytics. Easy to use, super powerful management software for your martial arts school. Hello everybody, another episode in short succession. What's going on? I even managed to say succession right, that's really impressive. But no, thank you for uh, listening in again and um, for your support really. I mean, the last last couple of weeks, the feedback's been amazing. People saying really nice things like it's nice to hear us back on again and stuff like that, which... I still can't get my head around that anybody would think it's nice listening to me through the car speakers or the headphones or whatever you, whatever you listen through, your Alexa or whatever. Sorry, I shouldn't say that because it sets them off. Anyway, moving on quickly. Um, yeah, big thank you to everybody for the, the words of support and, um, and messages and feedback about what they like about the show, etc. It really is helping me to form some sort of an idea of what I want to, what I want to do going forwards. Now... Uh, Quick heads up before we even get into this episode. This is another one. Um, I don't want to call it a filler episode. These are more about me sort of getting back into routine again. So it's a lot of me talking, a lot of myself and Matt talking. Uh, I am going to have guests back on again. I am going to be doing the interviewing because I do know that there's a, a large, well, half basically, 50% of you do like those episodes. So I am going to be doing them again. Don't stress. Um, not that you're stressing, but you know what I mean. So I, I've got some guests lined up, and as always, I'm willing to take your suggestions for guests as well, as long as it's somebody I like. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, actually, I'm not. <laughs> as long as it's somebody I like or they like me, we're good to go. We're good to go. But yeah, send them through. Uh, I'll see what I can work out. And if anybody has contacts with people in particular that they're interested in you know, coming on, then yeah, drop me a message. What I want you... If, you, if you're listening out there and you've got something to tout... Um, be mindful that if you've got something you're trying to sell, I am going to want to see it first before I talk about it. I've made the mistake of having guests on to talk about books and stuff before, and then it later turns out that I actually really don't like the thing that they're trying to push. So, you know, if you are wanting to come on to push a product, you know, I'm not just trying to blag freebies, maybe a little bit, but depends how good it is. But no, jokes aside, I don't want to be peddling something for somebody for free if it turns out that what they're pushing is absolute garbage. So... You know, all going to get people hurt or whatever. So, yeah, I, I will want to vet stuff. Um, so, this week, uh, a couple of topics that I want to talk about uh, before bringing Matt on. Um, this week's episode or this week's conversation with Matt is going to be focused a lot around um, websites and things because, um, full disclosure, uh, Matt did actually build me a website uh, very kindly uh, recently, um, which is my new course at one of my new products I'm doing, which is, um, kickingcoach.co.uk, which I'm sure some of you have seen already online. Um, but the thing with it is, is I, I got this nice sparkly website, which I think a lot of people do. You get your nice new website and you've got it there and you stick it on the internet and then you sort of just hope that, you know, people see it and, you know, but I have a good conversation with Matt about what to do, how to get it working, the, 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 t- the tips that you can do without actually spending a penny. Which, you know, for martial arts instructors is great because we don't generally, <laughs> as a rule, until we get the habit formed, like to spend money. Uh, but there's a couple of topics, things that I've seen on social media this last week that I want to uh, delve into as well. Um, so the first one is, um, now this is, 
Uh, Oh, and as well, full disclosure, the timeline for this episode is a bit wonky again because the section with Matt that you're going to listen to shortly, um, I actually recorded it a couple of days ago with him because we have to try try and make schedules and match and all that. And he's a really busy guy and I've got all my stuff going on with my gym and my family and stuff. So um, we, yeah, that, that, that is recorded. So it might be a little bit out of sync with some of the stuff that we say. Um, but one thing that I did actually see today was that um, <laughs> friend to the world number one at the minute, Mr. Vladimir Putin. Sorry to the Russian listeners out there, um, of which we do have some. I've looked through the stats. We, we do have some, funnily enough. Um, sorry if this is going to offend you, but I don't like your president. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was this bizarre situation where uh, the head of the World Taekwondo, whatever you call it now, WT. Well, it was WTF, as World Taekwondo Federation, but now it's just World Taekwondo, isn't it? So do they do you just call it World Taekwondo, or is there anything after that? Anybody out there listening to this that knows, if you could let me know, that'd be great. Um, that's not a diss, that's me genuinely asking, because it was the World Taekwondo Federation, and now it's just World Taekwondo. So, anyway, they've taken back their honorary black belts that they gave to them, their honorary ninth dan that was bestowed upon Vladimir Putin. Um, and it really did get me thinking about this whole handing out of black belts thing that we see going on quite a lot. Now, again, to be fair, full disclosure, a phrase which I find myself saying a lot at the minute. <laughs> I started out in a Taekwondo, an Olympic Taekwondo background. Okay, Not training for the Olympics, but training in what was the BTF, which is the established Olympic Taekwondo. First martial art I did. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Only reason I stopped... It's because the club closed and there wasn't another one local. Well, there was. I went to that one and that one closed as well. I had this thing about making clubs closed. I don't know what it was. Anyway, um, and obviously I still have a Taekwondo background, albeit now loosely through the ITF. I say loosely because I'm not a big, not a big association person in that sense. I don't like the, the some of the politics and the the. the I'll say it, brainwashing and weirdness that goes with being involved with some of the bigger groups. Um, I'm not naming any in particular, so don't send your hate mail. Um, I could, but I won't. <laughs> I'll stay away from that one. But no, this whole weirdness of... And, and I'm saying that because the WTF, or what was the WTF and the WT now, and the ITF have both done it. I've seen people doing a little bit of mudslinging from the ITF side on this one. But you've you, your side's done it as well. Uh, maybe not so much, but you've definitely done it. This whole notion of handing out black belts to dignitaries and politicians and... And, and, and just random people. It's what is that all about? Now I've seen it mentioned like it's an oh it's an honorary grade. It doesn't really stand. It's this. It's that. Yeah, but it's still a load of cobblers. What what is that all about? Giving out black belts to people. Oh, but it's just honorary. Yeah, but it's still a black belt. It still signifies somebody busting their backside, working their ass off. Uh, at least they're busting something else then that iTunes would have kicked off about <laughs> anyway. Busting the cobblers, there you go. Um, working their backsides off for a black belt, you know, and years and years. I mean, in my case, it was 10, year, 10 years oh, ten years of training, making it sound like an important thing. But you know what I'm saying? It, just to give them out like sweets to, you know, self-important people that they've never done a star jump in their life, let alone, all right, okay. I know Mr. Putin's, he's got a judo background and he's got a, tra- you know, Fair play to him. But some of the others, it's like the, the well, I don't know if they still are the mayor of Harrogate, but anyway, at one point, 
the mayor had a, an Olympic taekwondo belt presented to them. And I'm like, you what? The the mayor of the town, or the next town that I live in, is a higher grade than me. What what, what nonsense is that? Um, but anyway, the reason I mention it is, they've given him, Mr. Putin, they see a black belt, honorary black belt, so they've had to take it back now. Well, maybe if you weren't dishing them out, like sweets, in the first place, you wouldn't have to go then taking them back, would you? You know, it just makes us look stupid. And you see it, because obviously the the press have picked it up and all this, and so it, it just really casts a dim light over what we're doing. When senior senior representatives within our arts are seeing it fit to go around, giving out dignitaries, presidents, you know, just random celebrities. Oh, here you go, have a ninth, Dan. And they're going, oh, but it's honorary. So what are you giving it to them for then? It's like, what's the... It's like it's literally like going up to somebody going, "Oh, you know, oh, thank you very much for your support." Here's this Ferrari. It's not got an engine in it, mind. You just have to look at it. Can't use it. What's the point of giving out a black belt to somebody that's never going to actually do anything with it other than just have it and go, "Well, thanks for that." It's just madness. I okay. I'll make some exceptions. Um, there are certain people that maybe have overcome massive adversity or had to work to really um, overcome a personal challenge whether it's medical whether it's whatever it is in, in that circumstance and to a certain degree i think it's acceptable um because as we all know as martial artists you know we you know different people at different ends of the spectrum in this one but you know for a lot of people whether they're hardcore fighters or whether they're into it from the art side of things will both tend to agree that it represents a level of effort and a level of focus and a level of discipline as opposed to just martial skill. There's there's a balance of it in there. The balance is skewed for different people, but you know, everybody will agree, I would I would hope, that the black belt represents, as well as everything else, focus, discipline, effort, dedication, commitment, those sorts of things. So I think there are occasions where honorary black belts bestowed upon people that have overcome a significant personal challenge that's, you know, at public level and is recognised. And yeah, that's fair enough. But just because you're the president of Russia, that, that, that no. No, you know what I mean? I think that's just, that's just crazy. And it, I'm not limiting it to just him. You know, there are others. They just need to pack it in, doing that, because um, it really does, it just makes us look stupid. Um, so that was yeah, that's my soapbox moment for the week. Um, please feel free to send your hate mail to kickback. No, I'm joking. You can if you want. Go on uh, kickbackpodcast.com and if you dislike what I've said, you can tell me on an email, and I'll just bin it anyway. But <laughs> anyway, let's get on to this week's chat with Mr. Matthew Chapman. Um, as I say, we're talking all things sort of websites. Um, we do go on to some other topics as well surrounding. The, the current affairs and things going on and, and stuff, um, but yeah, the, the the main bulk of the discussion is concentrated around you know w- what we can do with our online presence and that sort of thing. So if that's not your interest, skip about twenty minutes. Listen to me having another rant again. Anyway, on that, let's get over to Matt, and I'll catch you on the other side. You're listening to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. It's that time again of the week. We've got Mr. Matthew Chapman on the phone. Good evening. Greetings, Chris. How are we? 
all right in this slightly upside down wonky world that we're living in where you know nothing can just be normal <laughs> yeah we've just got over covid you know bojo's let us out and yep. then we have a new problem to deal with a new problem to deal with indeed that's that's putting it lightly isn't it yeah the world's a slightly crazy place universe will give us a break at some point that'd be a nice one it's just like just like a week off or something where we could just chill out and you know <laughs> Have a bit of a relax, spend some time with friends and family, enjoy. Yeah. It does seem like it's been relentless, like drama and stress for like two and a half years now, doesn't it? it does, yeah. It's just, it's yeah. what with global warming, COVID, um, crazy things happening with Russia. Yeah, it's just like relentless is. madness. And you were talking before a little bit about, you know, it's like now affecting kids and stuff, isn't it? And yeah. You know, ask a lot of questions, which is. Uh, disturbing enough because as i when i was a kid I, I didn't know what the hell was going on in the world and all the you know th- things i didn't need to worry about yeah i remember actually i was talking to somebody about this not long ago i remember the gulf war when that all kicked off because yeah. i was in middle school back when those were a thing and i remember going to school and thinking god have we gone to war we're we gonna have planes flying over and shooting our school and and all that sort of stuff. And I remember being anxious about it, but sort of not fully understanding it. So I guess now, given that it's everywhere, isn't it? I mean, you've got yeah, yeah. 10,000 news channels and social media and it's everywhere. Um, yeah. I dare say a lot of these kids, whether you think they should be or not, are probably flicking through TikTok and seeing stuff on there as well. And Yeah, there is. It's all over TikTok and places like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. I mean, I, I didn't, when I was a kid, you know, the Gulf War happened, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like totally oblivious to it, yeah. just getting on with stuff. Um, but now, yeah, you're right, it's everywhere. So it's a bit concerning for, for kids. It's not something they should have to deal with, really, is it? No. No. Yeah, sorry to any of our Russian... That We do have some Russian listeners. Well, we did have, oh, anyway. It's not their fault, is it? They haven't done anything. No, no, no it's just a crazy person in charge. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, enough politics. So... Yeah, we're not here to discuss politics. No, we're not, are we? Um, they, uh, they, I've just... Well, thanks to yourself, I've got a nice new spangly website. Yeah, shiny. It's nice getting a shiny new website, isn't it? It is. It is like yeah, a new I was, toy. It's like, oh, I got a new toy. Very, ex- very excited. I was to get my new website. Um, I've been on there a little play and a little click, and but yeah, so uh, I've got my new website and I've got all my new products and I'm happy with them and they're great. But and what do I do now? <laughs> I can't yeah, just stick so it on you... Facebook and hope for the best. Oh, well, no, but you did the right thing, which was to stick it on Facebook and hope for the best, because Hooray! a couple of people did get in contact, didn't they, about, yes, they did, about you, which is, you know, it's always best to start with these things because they're easy to start with. Yes. You know, you can put up a post um, about your new Spangling website, but you got to understand that because Facebook now limits reach of your posts, that just doing it once is not enough. Yeah. So you kind of got to find a way or an angle to be posting about it quite frequently, you know, at least two or three yes. times for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, well, I did, a, I did a single post when it actually launched, and then yeah. I did another one this morning. It was a video. So I talked about my new website. Lovely. Um, okay. that, that, that's, that actually got way more traction than the first one. Must have yeah. been, I don't know. There must be a reason for that. There'll be a facebook algorithm thingy madoo about that. Um, but yeah, it's just me talking about, hey, this is my new website. This is what it's about. Um, that's got quite a bit more interest on it. So 
Hmm. Um, so now you've just got to do the same thing, just a lot more. Yeah. Which uh, is the problem, I think, for a lot of people, because they're like, well, what do I write about? What do I create video about? What do I... So you just got to kind of think about what type of stuff gets engagement when you're doing Facebook posting. You know, is it, it seems like video is better than images, for example, for mm. you. Seems like you could do interviews with people who've completed the training with you. You could Ooh. do promo videos. You could do discussions about the training. You could talk about why you decided to offer this particular type of training and how it's going to help people. You could talk about, um, you know, online learning and whether it works or not. So it's, lots of angles you just got to kind of constantly come up with content in different ways yeah repeating the same message which is often a problem for people yeah it is because i think you know and it's understandable because you're looking at it for your, for your own limited view aren't you of god i don't want to do everyone's editing i don't want to keep going on about it all the time i don't want to keep yeah, posting like, yeah but, but it doesn't work like that yeah well, it doesn't no first of all most people don't see your posts every single time and, but if you come at it each time with a slightly different angle, you're not saying the same thing in exactly the same way and with the same image, with the same text, then it's all right. People don't mind, you know, talking about what you're, yeah. what you're offering, but in different ways. So that would be the first thing I'd do. Um, and then I'd be kind of promoting it and asking friends and influencers, because you're very well connected and known in the industry. Well, well you are, to okay. share to share it to their profiles as well so i'd be reaching out and asking oh i hate doing that though do you? I really, yeah i don't know i just feel really i don't know <laughs> please please will you share my my website please um I, I don't think it's like if you ask me matt would you share the website uh and just you know say something nice about it i'd be like yeah no problem dude matt will you share my website and say something nice about it please no yeah of course oh. i will but you think you know how many people you know and how many people you've worked with and trained with and and done stuff online with i don't think it's a major problem to ask ask your friends and um colleagues online to share it i mean the worst they're gonna say is oh what they'll actually say is yes and then not do it which is fine yes but you know because they want to be polite we're british and not going to turn you down yes I think, you know, out of 100 people you ask, at least 30 to 50 will just... Oh, wow, 100? Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's a numbers game, the online. You've got to ask. It's not just... You can't ask three people to do it. You've got to ask, like, 100. Yeah, you've got to... And so and make with, a with, list. What they call a dream 100 list. So with that, am I better actually directly asking them through a message yes. or putting up a post and saying, if you wouldn't no, mind? No, no, no. Yeah, you, get, you have to individually message each one because wow. it's a pers it's a personal communication between you and them isn't it so it's like hey dude how's it going uh, i've just released this new website if you wouldn't mind sharing it that'd be appreciated much love Chris. am i am i allowed to start it with matt told me i had to do this yeah <laughs> we could start with that because it'll make him laugh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you, you need to do at least 100 so i'd make a list of 100 people that you want um or you like not want but like to share your link um and that will get it out there as well so i would be focusing on that because i'm a big fan of doing stuff for free and we know most martial arts instructors are tight so yeah. they don't really want to spend um lots of money on, on ads and and things like that even though yeah. they can really really well so do the free stuff first okay. uh, and then i'd focus on your seo so trying to make sure that your website 
which I've set up correctly, so it'll be fine for SEO. But you know that it's going to show up for things like kick coaching, martial arts coaching, things oh, like that, martial arts instruction. I hadn't no, I hadn't even thought about any of that. That's that's the clever back end stuff. Then the it's just making sure that it's got the right keywords in the right places and that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Oh. So, yeah. well, those three things, you know, they don't cost any money. They just cost a bit of time and a bit of tinkering and a bit of, you know, reaching out to people and all of that is a good way to get started at least before you start spending loads of money on, on advertising. Okay. So you were, you heard it here first guys. So when I'm coming asking you, you know why? Matt made me Matt made it. me do it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll start it with that. Matt Chapman at www.mitmaster.com said I had to contact you. There you go. You'll get a free plug as well. Thank you very much. But it is it is true. With online stuff, like people um, have the field of dreams kind of marketing strategy, you know, um, that very bad Kevin Costner film, which is <laughs> if you build it, they will come. They just think... Oh, I'll get a website about X, Y, and Z for their school, for their online training, for whatever. Yeah. Slap it up on the internet. I'll get loads of people getting in contact. But just imagine how big the internet is. Yeah. How yeah. many billions probably of websites you're trying to compete with. Yeah. You can't just slap something up and expect people to find it. You have to actually market it, unfortunately, yeah. which is often a problem with instructors they don't like marketing which to me is weird because i i love marketing because it's like martial arts yeah it's, it's it's a funny one this because with my own my own school mm. i'm pushing my website constantly i like every opportunity to just randomly stick the url somewhere i'll be like yeah come stick it there but write it there write it there and i'm always so everyone's seeing it all the time so that they you know they recognize the the name and the blah but with this it's me I think that's the difference. It's a personal thing. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, well, it's my school. I don't, of course I care. It's my school, but like, I don't know, is it, I'm able to detach from it a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. And what, you know what I mean? about Because it's you. Personal. Well, I, I, it's, it's an interesting one. This is a, it's a good conversation, I guess. A um, bit of a therapy session at the same time. <laughs> I think when you're putting yourself out there and it's you, like the, the, it's me providing, the the courses it's it's essentially about me and what i do yeah it's with the school it's about here are these classes that we run and these classes and these classes and these classes and it just so happens that i teach some of them yeah um with this it's sort of the the focus is on me because it's my name it's me you know what i mean doing everything yeah. so yeah. it's it's almost that i think it's that judgment thing isn't it you know all that presumption like who are you to presume that I'd be interested in you teaching me what to do? <laughs> so it's balancing off that, not pushing it too much, but pushing it enough. I'd push it. I'd put, you know what I'm like, I'd, put, I'd push hard. And the reason why I push hard is um, I might not be the most skilled martial artist in Britain, but I have a particular set of skills, yeah, which I'm quite good at, which is the pad side of things. And, I have a way of communicating that's going to resonate with a certain group of people. So some people see my pad stuff and I get all the comments on Facebook, you know, awful and um, not great. But other people say the way you explain that, the way you teach it, the, you, the way you describe it, your passion for it um, 
really resonates with me and you taught me loads. So it's about yeah. finding a group of people out there in the world. And there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands of people who just resonate with the way you teach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your videos, I see the way you teach. I like the way you teach. If I wanted to develop my kicking um, further, I'd think, who do I really like the way they explain things, break things down, teaching a teaching a man and like like their personality, like how they present. Oh, Chris! So yeah. you just got to find another thousand people like me. Easy peasy. Wow, another thousand Matt Chapmans. Imagine <laughs> that. No one wants that. <laughs> your 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 feeds would be full of my ads and my. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. I mean, I suppose my particular skill, as such, is that I like. Well, I have the ability to break things down to a de to a level of detail, which would probably drive some people mad. Um, yeah, I like that. Like, if you show me a psychic once, you like, show me a psychic, and I can talk about it for fifteen minutes. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Some people will be going, oh, too much detail, Chris. But there's yeah. another group of people who will be like, that is amazing. I didn't realize there was so much detail to do with the sidekick. Teach me more. You've just got to find them. So it's not, you're not going to please everyone. You're not going to make everyone happy. They're not all going to love what you're doing. But you just find the group of people in the world who do, who do love what you do. And there's a famous thing in marketing that you find your thousand true fans. Yeah. So if you find a thousand people who just love what you do and consume whatever you create and are really into you, um, it's a great place to be because you're kind of like a micro celebrity to those people. Yeah. Um, you can help them out. And they're so into how you teach and what you teach, they tend to buy lots of courses and support you. So it's all good, man. Yeah. I mean, I was planning to, whether this is a stroke of genius or an absolutely ridiculous idea, I don't know. But I was <laughs> trying to tie everything in together. So I've just launched the YouTube channel, yeah. um, which I'm putting out. Um, well, I was aiming for weekly, but, you know, everyone aims for something, don't they? And they always, they always quite match that. But every sort of couple of weeks, I'm putting out a, a, a quite in-depth breakdown, a more general, so it's not specific to an individual. It's just me saying these are the most common things that people do wrong. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I'm putting them out there for free. And then in those videos, I'm also talking about if you'd like a personalized breakdown of your techniques, these, this is the website, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So yeah, nice. um, I don't know whether that's just not uh, – whether I'm doing too much or whether that's actually striking it all right because – I'm sort of getting myself out there a little bit. Somebody's going to find me through YouTube and then go to the website or. Um, yeah, yeah, it all depends whether you want to actually build a YouTube channel or you just mm. want to put YouTube videos that people find when they're ready. Yeah. I'm not really looking to have like a billion people following me on YouTube or any of that stuff. I'm not. Right. It's more uh, it's more just as a means to oh, yeah, help people because I like to. You know, yeah. Um, share the content with people that are also interested in it. And then obviously, you know, make people aware that, you know, this is something that I do. This is what I specialize in. And if you want to do more, you can contact me here. That's like a video, video business card, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're doing the right thing then. You know, if you can get videos out by week, uh, you know, a couple of times a month, that's yeah. that's all you need to be doing. Um, and your videos are really engaging uh, and interesting. So, yeah, I, I don't, don't think you'll have any problem. It's just that whole... How are you going to respond to people who criticize you? Does it affect you? No. Good. Used to. <laughs> Used right. to. Um, but it's usually stuff like your kicks are shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, right. well, I, oh, I'll cry myself to sleep now. You've said that. Yes. Did you did it ever did it ever get on your nerves or um 
I don't know that it ever did. Um, I think there was one was one time where somebody commented on uh, one of my posts, and yeah. I actually quite respected them, and they said something that was a little bit arsey, and I thought, hmm, I don't like that. And I let it bother me a little bit more than I should have done. Right. Um, and then it turns out, having spoke to somebody else, that they were like, oh, yeah, they do that to everybody's videos. <laughs> All right, okay. Not just me then. Um, no, I don't really. No, I don't let it get to me. What I usually do with trolls is they usually say my technique's awful, um, and I go, "Oh, okay, sorry about that." So, can you post a video of you correcting my technique under the video for everyone to benefit from? I've done this like twenty times now. No one has posted a video on my Facebook feed underneath the video that I put up correcting my technique. So. Take it with a pinch of salt, right? Yeah, because I mean, some people just they just go out of their way, don't they? Just to be negative about everything and anything. It's just it's just who they are. I mean, it's weird though. What a waste of their life to just sit waiting, lurking for someone to post a video, jump on it, say that's awful, and then just wait. <laughs> it's like, what a load of tank! <laughs> oh, your your guy. I remember that one. The word that I won't yeah. say because it might break my algorithms or something, I mean, but. but... <laughs> quite funny i enjoyed that but um you know it's like i do get some quite high up instructors there's a guy in america who has taken an intense dislike to me really and, yeah any opportunity he gets to trash trash videos that i do or anything he jumps on immediately and as it has a go um and i'm like eh, okay i mean it's a bit different for me because i do pad drills so like i don't quite get why he's so so angry but he's very angry about it so oh if you're listening don't be angry (laughs) do you need a hug hug? (laughs) give Matt a break and come and give me some grief on my videos for a bit it's never ever bothered me though because I get more positivity from like out of 100 positive comments there's one person who just doesn't like it and sometimes they don't like it and that's fair enough isn't it yeah, it just took the time to tell you. <laughs> yeah, so I don't mind if they say, you know, I wouldn't do it like that because that's fine as well. Yeah, because totally. They wouldn't do it like that and I wouldn't do what they do like that. But it's the people who just, and I also don't mind the ones that are truly offensive, you know, who are using swear words. I think that's brilliant because that makes me laugh. <laughs> kind of like the sarcastic well, you know, um, you know, it, that's kind of sarcastic comment that is a bit diggy that that can you know irritate me but there's a fantastic button that can ban and delete people so yes yes there is that this is true this is true so that i think it's amazing you get the opportunity to use something like facebook and share your and youtube for free share your message with thousands if not tens of thousands hundreds of thousands millions of people around the world for free um, and you just have to deal with a few, you know, a-holes on the way. It's, yeah. it's, it's a great trade-off. True. This is yeah. true. This is true. And, and I, what I need to, I guess, well, I don't need to remind myself of this because I kind of, I already know. But what I need to keep in mind is that I've created this website genuinely to help the people that it was set up to help, not to worry about the people that pick fault, because that's not, that's not why it exists. You know, that I do get a real genuine buzz out of when people like even the video 
the small videos so that people that don't know i've set up a website where i offer different services to help you uh, work on or improve your existing kicking techniques if you've got a problem with them because i'm very funny about details and breaking stuff down and um i offer a video service or a zoom service or an in-person like pt setup um mm. and I've, some of the videos that i've had sent through and then I've sent detailed, you know, people like, oh, I didn't realize that I've been doing it like this all that time. And this is brilliant. That's the people it's it's for, you know, those people that it helps. So if I, you know, if I help two and get flack off 10, well, that's fine. You because won't do it's, that. it's more about those people. It's also like you can kick, Chris, let's be honest. I mean, I've seen some of your videos. You can proper kick. So it's not like you're some Muppet who can't kick trying to coach people on kicking. You actually have the skill you try to, <laughs> to break it down really, really well. well. You know. It's not going to be a problem. It, it's it's going to be fine. You just need to be putting out content regularly. I think what people do is they put out a bit and then they stop for a bit and then they pick it up again and then they stop for three months and then they come back to it. It's got to be kind of consistent, really, you know. And, I, and I'm best off splitting that between sort of like pages, personal profile. Um, yeah, you'll probably get more reach on your personal profile, won't you? I found yeah. that stuff I yeah. put out. Um, if your audience is big enough, yeah, more people tend to see it off that. But yeah, just everywhere you can and just put different bits in each place. So don't put the same thing in, you know, across Facebook, YouTube, TikTok try and tweak it make it a little bit different tiktok if you're going to do that <sighs> more 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 fun you know facebook can be a bit longer youtube is where you put your long instructionals at a five ten minutes plus so you kind of have to create different versions of the content based on the platform i don't want to do tiktok don't let me do that <laughs> i mean if i go through my tiktok <laughs> kicking there's a lot of kicking on tiktok oh, i know there might be but don't fancy <laughs> They have I to don't like it. You could, you could choose your audience, but I don't really like Instagram for some reason. Instagram really? doesn't really. Yeah, I just kind of find it a bit. Mm, I really love Facebook though, so I create a lot of content for Facebook and neglect Instagram. Uh, yeah. Facebook and YouTube are my two ones, but if you want to go Facebook and Instagram and leave out TikTok, yeah. I, mean, I, I use um, the thing I like about Instagram is the stories like because right. i have it set to connect to my facebook so i throw a story on instagram and it posts the same story on facebook at exactly the same time so i don't have to yeah. bother doing both yeah. and you can add links to it and all that sort of stuff and people do sit and just flick through their instagram stories i know I've i don't get doing it i don't get stories it's just too short and it's not interesting enough for me no but it, it's that it's, it's a, i guess it's basically just an, a different version of tiktok isn't it it's just that instant three second hit three second hit three second hit you just flick through them yeah um, i i even find myself doing it some you know 42 for god's sake yeah, sitting and before you know stuff. you've spent five minutes flicking through these bloody instagram stories yeah um, dangerous yeah and because it gives you the little icons at the top and it'll give you the ones that you've looked at more than the others and so it's like oh so and so's oh i'll have a look at that i'll have a look at that and then before you know it it's very clever isn't it <laughs> you spent all day flicking through instagram yeah. and think, yeah it's dangerous i try and spend more time creating than i do consuming on social media but it's still hard because it's all set up to mess with your brain chemistry and get you addicted to it so yeah i bet yeah. this i mean i'm not a obviously i'm not a an, an internet expert in any way shape or form but I, it would be interesting to know 
if there's all, I suppose there'll be statistics out there somewhere of how the way the internet is used has changed. Like you log on to your, whether it's your phone, your iPad, your PC, whatever. How many people log on to Facebook and don't actually exit that sort of world because they want you to stay inside? Even even now, when you load a link on your phone, it loads it through like a Facebook browser. You don't even go out of Facebook anymore. It keeps you inside. Yeah, um, be interesting to know how that's changed because okay, people the, the internet when I was a kid was a very different thing to now. Yeah. Um, you remember forums <laughs> oh god yeah i remember you know making websites in front page and um you know back then a good website was how many sort of animated gifts you could get on your front page that's right yeah did it have scrolling text you know yes. Ooh, that nice. sort of stuff um yeah and, and and you know you went from website to website to website whereas now you can quite easily just log on to facebook and not go anywhere else that's the name of the game you can buy your useless crap from on you know a marketplace. You That's can right. consume all your videos. Yeah. You can get all your news. You can look at all your cats and stuff in your That's groups right. that you like. You can chat to your friends. Yeah. You can do business all under one roof. It's mad. That's how he's designed it, and that's why it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean it is. Yeah, I mean all of this is is mad, and it's only going to get more crazy with you know the virtual reality that's that's coming. So, and I know a lot of instructors are like they just don't want to deal with it or handle any of this, and I kind of get it because it feels really overwhelming and and too much stuff to learn. But I think if you kind of you nail a platform where your students or your prospects or your people who you want in your school are, are basically for a lot of us, that'd be Facebook. If you can just get good at that platform, that's all you'll ever need to do for your kind of digital marketing, have a website and just nail the main platform on which your customers live. Yeah. Go to TikTok because you're not going to have, you know, 13 year olds coming to your martial arts class from TikTok. You're going to have, you know people coming from facebook yeah so just choose the one and just get good at that one and then that's all you need to do yeah that's it it's um it's interesting stuff for sure so the basic the long and short of it is this i've got my new website and i need to tell people about it <laughs> yes that's madness isn't it wow who'd have thunk it who'd have thunk it that's what you need to do but just keep doing it though so yeah. if we have this conversation again in three years and you're going to ask me what to do. I'm going to say exactly the same thing. You just yeah. need people know about it in lots of different ways in lots of different places. Continually remind them that it exists and the services that you offer and help people for free. And then good things happen. So I need to basically create a list of lots of different ways of talking about it without it being just go and look at my website. I can't just go, hey, here's my website every like five times a day. Every I mean, I could, but I need to yeah, think of different yeah. ways of talking about it. And yes. Which would be easy when you start getting clients coming through because you can say, hey, I worked with Matt. His flexibility is really bad. <laughs> so we looked at some stretching exercises and we tweaked his spin hook kick. And what did you think, Matt? And I can go, yeah, it's, it's really good. My spin hook got a lot better um, in five minutes. It's you, You're creating content continuously. So I would record all of the sessions that you do with people. Yeah, I was going to say that and ask people if they don't mind if I... Take a clip, yeah. Like some take, people might actually like the exposure on Facebook as well. Of course, yeah, yeah. Take a two ten second clip at the beginning and a ten second clip at the end of the hours training. You'll see the difference in terms of uh, execution, and that's your social proof and your marketing done. 
Oh, genius. Nice. You should do this as a job. <laughs> I would like to. That would be nice. Hey, speaking of which, have you made anybody else cry recently? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm Come on. Disappointed in myself. Um, no, I've got a few um, Dojo Doctor visits booked in. Um, and every time I go, it's it's usually the same problem. It's the instructor. <laughs> the instructor has a has a view of the world uh, which restricts their ability to grow their business. Mm. I so, just have these it, visions of you doing like Gordon Ramsay, like getting all dressed up and you know, storming, yeah. <laughs> what is this? And shouting and throwing things around. It's not like, quite that bad, but um, it is. It it can get emotional, yeah. Um, with with people because it's their baby, isn't it? And it's the thing that they love, and they've spent so long doing it. And then to have some idiot like me just walk in and go, like, why are you doing it this way? Like, it can be upsetting for people, but that's the whole point. Like, change sometimes is a bit painful. Yeah, because you're only, I suppose, you're only saying the things that the majority of the people are thinking. So, just yeah, they don't but... say. It. Nobody comes to visit your school for an intro. You know, the first visit, they don't walk in and go. Your your gym smells like men. You know, <laughs> they don't say that, but they're thinking it, aren't they? And they're also thinking, uh, like, the car park is a mess and I couldn't see it and I couldn't find it and your signage wasn't lit and they're thinking, um, I'm not putting my hands in those stinky gloves and they're thinking the mat looks a bit grubby and why is there loads of angry-looking people here and I'm scared and why is no one talking to me? They're thinking hundreds of these things. Yeah. Which can't see as a martial arts instructor because you we're too far down the path yeah when i back when i used to do um a lot of workshops at weekends when i used to go to some you know pretty well-established schools you can't help yourself when you walk in you straight away you're looking around and thinking things i remember yeah. what i remember one in particular i won't say which one but i went into the toilets and my god it was just <laughs> oh my god i was just like wow i mean i'm not you know, I'm not, by no means the the. They were saying, "Someone who said that the most cleanliest person." Then, like that was a, was a really stupid thing to say on a podcast. But no, I'm not like a clean freak or anything. But even I was like, "This is just grebby. This is nasty." Is it like the toilet in Desperado? Yeah, this the... was bad. Yeah, this was bad. And I'm like, "What? When was this last looked at? Like, when did somebody even threaten it with an with a you know bit of?" smelly stuff or anything you know what i mean it's like jesus yeah even the soap was brown you know (laughs) nasty (laughs) yeah and that's the thing like we are so we're so into martial arts that none of that matters in fact for a lot of instructors it's a badge of honor that their gym stinks and that there's blood all up the walls and like everything's broken and it's like um, a rocky type environment, you know, spit and sawdust. They they actually think that's a great thing. Yeah, I mean, it does. It, you know, it does attract a certain type of client that they may like more, kind of fighter type client. But I, I wouldn't want any clients that like stinky toilets. Like. But <laughs> they're also the ones who say, "I don't." You know, I've got ten students, and I can't seem to get any more students. And yeah. I'm like, well. Look at the environment you're bringing people into, first of all. So, yeah, this is this is why it can get a bit tense. But so so far, no one's tried to punch me in the face, which is a bonus. <laughs> can you imagine that, getting books written, annoying them to such an extent that they start a fight with you about it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. i have to resort to my MMA, take them down and hold them down. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, listen, dude, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you. Um, 
have you got i always ask you this every week can you say the same thing but i'm going to ask you again anyway have you got anything going on at the minute um anything you want to tell us about uh, the only exciting thing i've got is i'm doing a one day event may 15th in oh in where Chelm- chelmsford Chelmsford in Essex. Yeah, Uh, where I'm going to basically teach people how to set up an an online course business because a lot of people have asked, and it seems like a good time, especially after lockdown, to get people back together. So it's going to be a a full day event where we sit down and kind of work out how to plan, launch, and build online courses. Exciting. So what should do? Just get you on Facebook if they want to do that. Send me a message if uh, if you fancy doing that. So basically, at the end of the day, they'll have a good plan of what to do and how to do it and how to execute it and and where to go next. I I must say, I've been down to one before and they are very good. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the phone. They are very good. And I did everything you said it would do, in which I implemented it all, sold loads of stuff and then stopped. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's that pesky thing of having to do marketing over and over and over but which is weird like we as martial artists will do a funk kick 10,000 yeah. 20,000 100,000 times and I would spend an hour just front kicking a bag just getting the reps in yeah. but to put up a Facebook post every day and you know send an email and yeah. give someone a call is too much for most martial arts instructors. yeah we all stand in front of the class banging on all the kids about how discipline and focus are the most important things of being in black belts and this and that and the other and then you ask somebody to do a post every day oh gosh no <laughs> exactly it's interesting isn't it <laughs> yeah it is a psychological thing isn't it yeah cool right well we'll leave it there dude it's been a pleasure as always and um, we're doing this fairly regularly now aren't we and we're back on the horse, as they say. Seems These to be. Podcasts, we just we just need to not get blown off the face of the planet now. That would be nice. That would kind of ruin the podcast because it's hard to do that. Yeah. Apocalyptic world, yeah. Well, I mean, though, as long as we can get a phone signal and... <laughs> <laughs> There'll be none of that left, Chris. Yeah, oh, well. Uh, back to pen and paper then. Yeah. Cool. All right, dude. Uh, pen, pen pal podcast. I remember they used to do those, didn't they? In the magazines where you could send you put your PO box number and then they'd send it and you could write oh, those were the days. <laughs> I don't really want to go back to those days. It's easy to do a Facebook page. <laughs> I do on that know. note. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, thanks as always. And no uh, we'll catch up again soon. Cheers, dude. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. Well, I've got to say it straight away. Massive learning experience for me, that was that conversation with Matt, because, you know, um, it, it's always been, make a website, chuck it on Facebook, off you go. I really thought about it more than that. Especially not for my school, because it kind of runs itself. We're known in the area, so people are already searching for us. But with a new product like my new website it's not established it's not there people aren't searching for it not as an not as an established entity itself but maybe the the skills or the um the training around it they are but yeah it really interesting really interesting learning experience and hopefully some of you guys out there have, have, have got something out of that so sorry i've just had a drink and it's i should really re-record that bit but i'm gonna leave it a friend of mine always says record it like it's live which is what i'm gonna do with me choking on air Hey, right. So uh, another discussion point, something that came up on my timeline again today. Now, this one we've already discussed in depth uh, a significant amount of time ago, but it started popping up on my news feed again. 
And that is one of the idea of uh, martial arts being included within the GCSE curriculum. Now, the only reason I mention this is because it's starting to get um, a bit of interest again, a bit of momentum going. Somebody posts something, then they share it, then someone else shares it, and it, it sort of gathers pace. Sorry, that's my phone again. Uh, it's always a professional. <laughs> Nothing will ever change on that one, ever. Uh, but yeah, it started getting shared about again. And I wanted to talk about it because, well, it's my podcast and I can. But because, honestly, um, nothing's changed. Um, the same issues are right in front of us, um, which is the main being the fractured nature of the wider martial arts industry. Until we can sort of self-regulate and t- not self-regulate until we can op- give the regulation or, or pass it on to a regulatory body that's nationally recognized we are not going to get martial arts of any form or a, a, a larger cross-section back on the gcse PE list it's not going to happen talked about this before but one of the big issues that they have the, they have with the national curriculum and with um, teachers in particular being given the, the the job of trying to assess all of these different sports is that the unique thing with martial arts is anybody like my next door neighbor could create kangaroo kung fu do tomorrow pop online get themselves some insurance easy which is ridiculous get themselves recognized through an association which is arguably even more ridiculous let's not kid ourselves it happens i'm not going to name associations but some of the vetting is really really quite slack you know take those two documents with a dbs check down to a local church hall and buff off you go you know and they're teaching kangaroo back kicks and kangaroo punches and kangaroo kung fu do spin kicks you know uh, and i'm joking but I'm also not, <laughs> you know, um, that's the problem because whilst you have such a wide variety of techniques and naming and um, all this sort of stuff, and let's be honest, a wide variety of, of overall levels of skill and standards, how are you meant to give that to, and this is not in any way um, belittling or down-talking PE teachers, I'm not at all, say that. I'm not saying that they're not able to comprehend why, how can we as instructors expect them to have a deep enough understanding of something crazy like 500 plus different recognized, well I say recognized with air quotes, known martial arts styles, all the different names for techniques. I mean you take my own system on my background in Taekwondo kickboxing, you know one person's roundhouse kick is another person's turning kick, one person's hook kick is another person's reverse turning kick which is another person's spin hook kick. Which is another person's spin round kick. How on earth can we expect a PE teacher to know all of that variance and understand the subtleties that go with that? It's just not possible. So until we can learn to standardise or, as I say, open it up so that all all ITF-based Taekwondo schools or schools loosely connected to that system have a standardised set of goals specific to the GCSEP curriculum. Until we can do that, 
it's not going to happen. But the problem with that is, that's just that one style. You then would have to go, okay, well, we need the karate people and all the different systems of karate to all follow in that. And then all the kung fu systems to all follow in that. And then all the kempo systems to all follow in that. And then, you see what I'm saying? Um, and you can't, you can't, you know, have, uh, let's say, right, you, you, you pick football. Okay, you pick football. That's that one thing. You pick rugby. Possibly two. You know, you pick swimming. You've picked swimming. You pick martial arts. If that was a drop-down box, my days, it would go on forever. See, that's the point. It's not standardised, so you can't drop it into a national curriculum because there's just too much variance. You know, two different forms of rugby. I don't know about hockey and stuff like that. I don't know whether they have different unions and things like that, but I would guess they all follow the same rules across the board. You know, snooker or tennis or whatever. With martial arts, there's just so many associations, so many governing bodies, so many different styles, styles within styles, you know, terminology differences within the same styles, let alone different styles. It's just a massive can of worms. It's just, there's too much. And that's why, it, at the minute, as the now, the requirements may change within a national curriculum at some point, and if they do, there you go, there's your opening, potentially. But it hasn't changed. So people getting all excited and jumping on sharing you know, stuff on Facebook with, it's ridiculous that the national curriculum, on the, it's ridiculous that my son can't do martial arts. It's not ridiculous. What's ridiculous is that we've not got the, the, the correct levels of safeguarding. When I say safeguarding, I mean sort of wider, encompassing, over, overarching um, eyes on what we do. That's ridiculous, you know. So don't we don't want to be pointing the, the 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 crappy finger at the schools and the teachers and the national curriculum? It's not their job to get our crap in order. That's that's for us to do as an industry. So we need to really standardise and get regulation in place if we want to get back on that list of recognised sports for PE. But let's be honest, that's not going to happen. I mean. You've only got to look at the situation with COVID. We couldn't get associations to really work together um, during that period of time. So, you know, if you remember back, again, sorry if you're a student out there and you don't really know what any of this stuff is, but instructors and school owners, you will definitely remember that whole farcical debacle with the return to play policies, the RTPs, where you had to be with an association or you couldn't get recognised and you couldn't open and then you could you could open but you didn't have to be this it's that and then you know one association said this so everybody jumped ship to them and then they changed their mind so everybody jumped ship back and it was just absolute chaos because everybody was saying and doing different things you know rather than all going right let's get round the virtual round table and hammer this out and all put the same same advice out to everybody at the same time rather than a taekwondo union saying this two days before that one says it and then a kickboxing saying this and then a it was just nuts absolutely nuts um so yeah um until he well that went off on a tangent but until we can sort of get some sort of closer knit community in the sense that associations and uh, governing bodies are willing to actually sit down talk and work together and try and standardize a proposal to put forwards it's not going to happen. Sorry, 
if you were expecting it to be more positive on that, but it's you know it's just how it is. It's the reality of it. Anyway, um, I'm not saying don't share it on social media. I'm not saying don't get behind it, but try not to point the finger at the schools and the national curriculum, and the teachers, because it's, it's it's not their job to sort our stuff out. As I said earlier, that's that, that's that's generally for us to do. Um, I'm not at all saying don't get behind it and try to make change. Not at all. Just come at it from a reali- realistic expectation uh, and not a shouty pointy at everybody else. It's a definite look inwards one. You know, we've, we've got to look inside ourselves and get it sorted out um, before we start pointing fingers elsewhere. But anyway, on that incredibly positive note, <laughs> um, that brings us to the end of another episode. Um, I'm, I'm aiming, this is what I'm aiming for, to get back to a um, an interview format and also a topic format there's a couple of things that are going to be going on that the only way it will work is if you guys get involved now i checked back on the stats um now these aren't joe rogan levels by any means but usually within the first couple of hours of it going on we've had a you know 100 plus listens there's 100 different people through soundcloud that doesn't include itunes and spotify and everything so all these people you're listening all right so i need all the Either you all really dislike me and are obsessed with listening to me, or you like it. <laughs> I'm assuming it's the latter. Okay, um, I would hope it's because you enjoy the show and whatever. So if you do, please get involved because it it makes for a a better experience for everybody, myself included. Um, so I need you to get behind a couple of things. The first one, martial arts instructors out there, I want to hear your funny stories. From things that have happened in class. Now obviously omit names if you need to. Um, change details if you need to. But the funny things you have go on. We've all had them. Those those moments where you think that's just gold. Can't believe that has just happened. Um, you know, I've got some. I'm not going to share them. But now I've got some absolute corkers. Usually involve the younger kids. Things they say or do. Tell me your funny stories. Send it me on an email or a private message. Don't post it on the group or the like page. Because it will spoil it. All right. Second thing. What like I've just done some today. Obviously, I did the black belt honorary black belt thingy at the start, and then I've just done the GCCP at the, the end. What burning topics? What things do you think you need me to have a rant about? <laughs> what do you want my opinion on? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to share your opinion on with me, and then I'll talk about it. That sort of thing. Just basically, what are the burning topics within the martial arts industry, the martial arts community at the moment that you want discussing? You know, it can be anything within reason. I'll take it under advisement. It might look just because you send it doesn't mean we'll talk about it. I'll have a look at it. But what do you want discussing? I'll take it to Matt. I'll take it to guests. You know, it depends on what the, the the conversation is that's required. Send me those through because I want to be talking about discussing, going over the subjects that are really important to you guys at the minute. So um, don't leave it for me to guess. Send them in because the more you send, the more topics I can discuss. You know. Um, there are certain things, obviously, I have to stay away from for, for obvious reasons. Um, but, yeah, send them in anyway, and I can consider them and uh, help me create the content that's relevant to you guys. All right? Anyway, we're going to leave it there. Um, I'm actually going to go away and do a couple of videos for my new... Uh, I'm going to do a little cheeky plug here again. Kickingcoach.co.uk. So, uh, some people have um, uh, submitted some videos for review, so I'm going to go off, review those, and get them back to them. So uh, thank you for that. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway, have a great rest of your day, week, weekend, whatever it is you're up to. And it's spring. though The nice weather should be upon us again very soon. But yeah, have a great rest of your week, guys. And I'll catch you all 
really soon. Brought to you by www.mintmaster.com. Enjoy our podcast? Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.